On today's show, we are talking about loving thy neighborhood. We're talking about condos, co-ops, and homeowners associations. Stay tuned. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Homes Real Estate Podcast. I'm Peter Toring. And I'm Chris Van Pell. And we got a fun one on tap for you today. What do you think about uh, condos, associations, and uh, co-ops? Yeah, we're going to be talking about, we'll call it communal living today. So, you know, living in accordance with your neighbors, how it differs from just living in a single family residence all over there by your lonesome. So let's start off, let's get the ball rolling with condos. Uh, you know, let's talk how they're different from single families, what you might expect, what to watch out for. The biggest way to, to let's dispel a myth right off the bat, is that not all condos are attached. They're not all big buildings, they're not all duplexes, they're not all townhouses. They, they really are all different, and you got to figure in, in Michigan, we're one of a few states, we have site condos, mm-hmm. which uh, in the way of financing, that kind of sucks with our VA peeps. Yeah, but they're essentially just regular houses with that are set up like a condo. So let's let's talk about that, let's define our terms here. Uh, a condo is essentially something where Chris tells a little about the ownership. The the ownership in a single family residence, you own the house, you own the property, and you've got a very definitive lot line, and that's your that's your lawn. Yeah, and well, in, in these condos, it's basically paint in. Mm-hmm. Um, but a few places are going to dis- differ, like windows. Um, sometimes the association is going to take care of the windows for you. Sometimes, hey, that's on your dime. Heating and cooling and, and your water heater. That's right. another thing that might be on the association that might be on your dime. So you really want to read through your bylaws and, and see whose responsibility what really is. Right. So since you only own the airspace, all of your walls, all like Chris said, all of your, your heating elements, those are all common elements, which means everybody owns it. So it's not your lawn, it's our lawn, right? You, uh <laughs> And, uh, so, Get your dog off my lawn! Exactly. <laughs> so you're, 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 you know, the pool, the tennis courts, those are all going to be maintained by, by the association. That's what your association dues are going to go towards. Uh, sometimes you can have uh, assessments, so you want to make sure that your association is That's funded another, properly. another big pain, especially when we're looking at condos. You wanna, your owner may not know that an assessment may be pending mm-hmm. um, unless you've been served notice and they'll know. And then that the title company should be able to find that out. Yep. But um, maybe they don't know that they're about to assess for your roof or maybe new driveways or, you know, a new street for that matter. Right. And this is where it's very important to go through. Make sure your association is well-funded. Uh, make sure that, you know, you find out what is covered, what isn't covered, what's covered by the dues. Uh, because also you don't want to move into a condo and find out that what you thought was covered by the association, like new windows, you've got to pay for. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a bad thing to find out. Uh, so... Another way, too, that condos differ from a single-family residence is in the way that we're financed. That's that's huge because your association fee, that's part of your financing, per se. You know, that's part of what you're approved for. Exactly. So if you're approved for a $120,000 condo, but you've already got 200 bucks a month going out as part of your payment. Right. You know. Yeah, so you're going to be approved for more in a house than you are for a condo. So you may be approved for $150,000 house, but only $120,000 condo because those association dues are going to go in your mortgage. They're separate from your mortgage, but they're going to be calculated in uh, with what you're allowed to, to but be your, qualified But your taxes for. are going to help out a little bit too because your taxes aren't going to be necessarily as high in most condos mm-hmm. as they are in a home. So yep. it's And a your homeowner's insurance is going to be lower. A little bit of a balance there, but... Um, you know, you, you got to watch that out when you're looking at the purchase of a condo. Yeah, and let's talk about pros and cons here. Why does everybody, anyone want to live in a condo? The biggest thing is because you're not cutting your grass or shoveling your snow. I haven't cut grass in five years. Now, shoveling snow depends when the company comes out to get that done for you. Sometimes you may have to shovel a little bit, but come on, really? I don't really shovel a ton of snow anymore. No, and it's 
you know, the, the added stability of not having all of the exterior maintenance to do. You know, there, there are some definite benefits to living in a condo, but there are also some drawbacks. You don't have the freedom to, if you want to go remodel your kitchen, you may have to get the association's permission to do so. Quite possibly, and then outside too. I mean, maybe you like a little bit of a garden, and the association says no. Yeah. You know, maybe you have to put out potted plants instead of right. an actual garden. Um, a lot of times they'll let you put ornamentals in or things of that nature. But again, that's all common property outside. It's, exactly. It is not yours. Yep. You may be limited as what to pets you have. So there, there's definitely oh. you really want to go through. You know, and you want to see something laws. go bad quick. Uh, you don't read about your pet restrictions. Some people say, "Oh, I've got two dogs. Oh, they're both service dogs." And I mean, that's that's a whole another issue we could get into on, on, on another day. But read if, your bylaws. If you if you've got two Yorkies opposed to two bull mastiffs. You might want to check out those bylaws thoroughly mm-hmm. and even, you know, see see who the president is and uh, see who's running that thing, if there's a management company or if they're self-managed. Right. It wouldn't certainly would not. And like we said, too, make sure you order those financials as well. Let's talk a little bit about co-ops. So <laughs> what's to say? There's <laughs> We're not seeing very many of these anymore, but we still want to touch on them. The, the big advantage of a co-op, let's define our terms here, too. A co-op is you don't own the property at all. You say, wait a minute, what, what, what? I don't own the property. You don't. What you do is you own the association as essentially a corporation, and you own, you buy shares in that corporation. Uh, and so you may uh, have to go in front of a board to be approved to, to live in this co-op. Almost always. Uh, you'll have, they'll have certainly more stringent rules on what, you know, what flies and what doesn't, even more stringent than a, a condo association. Uh, and also, um, you know, they tend to be, though, more, uh, tight-knit communities than, than a counter does because you're forced to know your neighbors. You're forced to go in front of that board. They can approve or you know, disapprove different well, it's people. It's usually larger group. Well, I don't want to say large, but groups of like-minded people with similar interests. Um, you're not going to pay as much for a co-op, but again, those restrictions are pretty tight. Yeah, and, and when we say you might not pay as much, you might, on an 80 or $90,000 condo, you might pay $25,000, but your dues are going to be much higher. So if uh, you don't have as much cash up front, but you have a lot of monthly income, it might not be a bad option. Well, and keep in mind when you say cash up front, that's the only way you can basically get into a co-op. Is, is it's basically cash only. There's yeah. not a way to finance it because it's there's not nothing physical there to finance. Yeah. yeah, it's very difficult to 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 finance it. You know, unless maybe you've got some sort of personal loan or something like that. But very difficult to finance. So you do it does require some cash up front. Uh, but it can be a good option for you know in in certain limited situations. I think it's uncommon, but it is uh, you know helpful in some situations. Uh, the The next thing that I want to touch on, and I think this is one that we can really uh, just kind of dive into, is homeowners associations and my distinct hatred for them. Uh, you know, if you absolutely need more drama in your life, get on a homeowners association board. Or, or go play on their Facebook pages. Good <laughs> golly, Miss Molly. We're, boy, we're getting off to a, a really positive start about homeowners associations. Some people really can enjoy having a homeowners association. If you're somebody that doesn't like having neighbors who've got snowmobiles in their yard. Or chickens. Uh, you know... <laughs> You know, if you're somebody that uh, you don't want, you know, loud parties at night, you want to make sure that, uh, you know, people are keeping their grass cut. If, you know, if you really care about the, the state of your neighborhood, which is which is good. That's There are a lot of people that love their associations. Um, an association is a great thing to have. Uh, you know, the, you know your fees can range anywhere from 50 bucks a year to 150 bucks a month, uh, you know, depending on what kind of amenities you're, you know, uh, I'm sorry, what kind of amenities you have. Um, you can have a community pool. You, know, you might courts. have tennis courts, but... 
you, you might be paying for the maintenance around a sign, putting up Christmas lights once a year around a sign also. Now, if we're looking at homes in an association or site condos in an association, you got to figure, we were talking about site condos a little while ago, but they're not really on the same level as a condo, being that a lot of times you are cutting your own grass, but it's a smaller parcel, um, and you're doing most of your own snow removal except on your street. Exactly. Yeah, you're, the, the site condo is going to be, even though it's it's platted and it's titled like a condominium, it's really going to be more so in line with a, a, a subdivision with a homeowners association. So and you know some it might be a little bit more stringent than a standard association, but that's the best way to think of it. Uh, and again, the only thing that you really need to be aware of on site condos is if you are doing FHA or VA financing, uh, they are going to treat it like a condo instead of a residential property. So that's something that you need to, to oh, take. I a, heard FHA kind of loosened up on site condos a little bit. VA just VA like anything not. they do, they are far off because I mean. So that's just something to note if you are a vet, and especially if you're looking at new construction, a lot of that is site condos. So that's something to note. Um, now, back to the two homeowners associations. You will have a board, like Chris mentioned. You'll have a president. You'll have, you know, that's normally the nosiest neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what I thought it usually is. It's funny you say that. It's uh, Mr. or Mrs. Nosy Neighbor, and they, they want to know everything, or they want to be the one walking around door to door, and, you know, your shutters aren't the right color. You know, and that's the association wow. can. It's, this is again too. If you're buying a home in, with a homeowner association, make sure that you look at those bylaws. Make sure you look at the master deed and, and things that are going on with uh, within that it, to make sure you, it might be. You might be restricted on what color you can paint your house. You might be restricted on uh, how long you can grow your grass or what you can keep in. Your, there are uh, associations that will not let you park more than two cars uh, in your driveway. There, there's some that say your cars have to go into <clears throat> your garage at night. Mm-hmm. So you really want to, if you are someone like me. Uh, who not only do I seem to have cars strewn about my house, but uh, also boats and all sorts of projects. Uh, you know, homeowners association probably not for you or a, a like-minded. Mm-hmm. Like I've got uh, all my neighbors have boats and stuff too, so <laughs> my my association is pretty cool about it. <laughs> if you like shooting guns in the backyard, yeah, not that. But uh, yeah, so you really want to make sure that you tailor. I think the biggest portion about this homeowners association is make sure you're tailoring your homeowners association to your individual needs. There's a lot of people that really like that structure and mm-hmm. like to be in that kind of home where you can only have a certain amount of fence. Some associations don't have a fence at all, um, but it, it's really about individual needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there, there are, like I said, there's a lot of benefits. If you are somebody that wants your neighborhood to have a certain look to it, that has a certain feel to it, an association is can be a definite good thing because it can keep that uniformity and that same feel in the neighborhood. Uh, and, and like I said, too, it's... Uh, it can be more friendly to a certain type of person. So, but like you said, God knows they're not for you or I. <laughs> no, no, no. But also, <laughs> remember the, the the opinions shared by uh, Chris and I are, uh, you know, what works for us. And and certainly, you know, we're not a the you know the the entire population. We're the ones that get kicked out for uh, fishing in the association pond. Yeah, yeah. If you're somebody like us who would go fishing in the association pond, do not live in an association. <laughs> right. That's the key here. <laughs> oh my uh, goodness. If you are. Wondering more about communal living, if you think that maybe a condo or co-op might be for you, uh, or you think that you could never want an HOA in your life, feel free to give us a call. Now's a great time to move. It's currently negative 30 degrees outside, which means not a lot of buyers competing I with you. I can actually wear my skull cap when we're doing podcasts. This is freaking great. Yeah, it's freezing. So the good thing about this is these sellers don't want to keep their houses any longer on the market. Mm-mm. But also, if you're thinking about selling, there are also still buyers that are going out. I'm taking buyers out on Saturday. 
Wait, it's I, freezing. I'm, people I'd are like buying. To say I'm surprised, but I'm not. But no we, way. We've got buyers. We're rolling. We've got people calling us saying, you know what? That's my New Year's resolution. It's time to sell. Yeah, absolutely it is. So if you are thinking about this at all, give Chris or I a call. Uh, and we will be more than happy just to discuss it with you. You know, if moving's the right thing for you, uh, you know, especially if <clears throat> moving in the winter is the right thing for you, which it definitely can be. Don't wait till spring. You don't need to wait. Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. Our information is right there on the podcast. Also, follow us on Facebook, Peter Toring Realtor and Chris Van Bell Realtor. Uh, go ahead and check out our SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, and everywhere else that you find your podcasts. Again, the Homes Real Estate Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. We'll see you next time. Take care.